0: You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast
1: Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking you are people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 425 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co host, she's back, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. <laughs> Just as excited as ever. And with- <laughs> the expert, Mr. Marquis, hey.
1: Marcellus Break. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of
2: nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of one of the most highly reviewed movies of the year. It's The Woman King. Before we get into all of that. We have not all been together on the show in almost a month. This is wild. (laughs) The actual band is back together, guys. Aubrey, we missed you for two weeks with horror movies. How the hell are
0: you? Has it been two weeks? I thought I was only gone one week, but maybe I have been gone two weeks.
2: Yeah, you missed Barbarian and you missed Pearl. Huh? I think you could have handled Pearl uh,
0: content-wise,
2: but you would have been bored out of your mind and hated it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty good. I started my new job. Um, I guess I can tell people I work at Bethesda, the game studio, and I test video games now. So it's been pretty cool. Uh, That's all I've been doing. haven't done much other than that. (laughs) I am caught up on all of our shows, which is shocking.
2: Yeah. So. You're ahead of me right now. So, um, your job, uh, it's just regular nine to five Monday through Friday. or you work crazy hours cause it's gaming or they expect you up at like 3 AM eating Doritos or something?
0: Uh, not at the moment there will be overtime soon. Cause we are, depending on the projects trying to think of how to word this, uh, to not break my NDA. Um,
2: <laughs> you're working on something important that might be coming right. out soon and there might be crunch involved.
0: Right. When, when things are coming out, you know, and, and they have their deadlines, um, we will have to work overtime to make sure that they meet the deadlines. Um, so at the moment, I'm not working overtime, but it is being scheduled. Um, so it is, I work, uh, 8.30 to five. They get a lunch and then the core hours are like nine to six. But I, I move it a little bit, so I take a half-hour lunch instead of an hour lunch, and I come in at 8.30, and so I, I end at 5, but I'm available until about 6. But, yeah, it, right now, those are the core hours. Um, I don't know if they'll ever have us going into, like, overnights or anything like that to test servers and stuff, but at the moment, no. And you're having
2: fun. That's the most important thing. Without telling us what you're doing, you're having fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I really like my job. It's been really nice. I so far have stayed awake the entire day, which is shocking (laughs) because I was really struggling staying awake for a long time. So, I, I mean, I sit there, sometimes I work through lunch just because I like my job, so...
2: I like that you said that as yawning.
0: Um, <laughs> I know. I'm tired.
2: <laughs> do you work from home or do you go into an actual office?
0: At the moment, I work solely at home. There are hybrid hours, but I don't go into the office. I've been to the office. And it's so cool. Um, and I think that they don't want me there anymore because I get really excited every time I go. But uh, I, I solely work at home. I have my whole setup at home. So for for the moment, I don't know if we'll go back to the office. I know that they have hybrid hours available, but I don't know what that looks like, really.
2: All right. Well, we are glad you're back, and we're glad that you're happy at your new job. And I'm glad that you're working from home, so more time to catch up on movies and things that you have to do for the podcast. So very important. (laughs) Priorities,
0: priorities. yeah.
2: Mark Ellis Reagans, we are in the throes of the biggie. How are you holding
1: up? Uh, I just want to say, all I heard was that Aubrey plays video games as her job. Is that right? <laughs> is that what I hear?
0: It is. Yeah, oh that is Oh,
1: my God. All right. If you're doing that, is there a way that I can get a job where I just watch K-pop videos all day? <laughs> can that happen? There might can be. Can we have a world where that happens? Jesus. Not uh, North Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's true. That's true. Congratulations, Aubrey. I'm, I'm proud of you. Um Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in the throes of a big E. Uh, I have not really gone out to venture and try any of the crazy crazy foods that have been available uh but I ran into a friend of the show Jay Money from not another nerdy podcast and he you know gave me the rundown on some things that I might have to try while I'm there so uh, yeah I'm working long hours I'm on my feet I'm selling these amazing shirts uh well selling t-shirts seems to be my lot in life god damn it uh so that's what I'm doing and uh trying Some crazy food, some crazy beers, not as much as I would like to, but I'm still doing it. I'm still standing.
0: Better than you (laughs) everywhere.
1: Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. That's right. That is good. That is good. Uh,
2: you're you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, though. That's that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: One more long weekend and then the biggie will be done for 2022. Looking forward to that. And then I can move on with the other pressure in my life is uh, getting ready for BingCon right after that. <laughs> and then Rhode Island Comic Con. Oh, God, it never ends. It never ends. Well, that's me, Joey. How are you doing this week?
2: I'm a mess. I am so <laughs> tired. And I talked about this a little bit on the show last week. I decided I'm going to go to New York comic con for one day. It's, it's expensive. Even just one day to go to New York city. We'll be going for like one night and one day is expensive. Uh, there, there is nothing cheap in New York city. So I, I wasn't planning on going and have any money set aside or anything like that. And now I, I need money to go. So This past week was the last week that would get into the paycheck from my other job before I could go. So I worked as much as humanly possible. Uh, I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at both jobs all day. And they were long days and it was tough. It was tough. And I was just a mess. I don't even know how I made it through the day, I'll be honest with you. And here we are. Here we are just being tired and hanging out. Made it to the movies today. Uh, I'm happy to announce we got it officially got our press approval for Rhode Island comic-con. So that's coming down the pipe
1: and Mark, you got the hotel room. Yes. We're actually going to not have to drive <laughs> between two States in order to get to our hotel room this year. <laughs>
2: Perfect. And no paying for parking every day. So that's good. So we will be there uh, in some form of us. will be there all three days. Um, me and Mark will be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Aubrey, are, you're hopefully going to be there
0: i'm i'm planning on it so far unless something happens but so far i excellent. haven't planned out
2: excellent and then adam will be there on saturday so at least for one day there's a chance that all four of us could be in the same place for the first time in three years which is pretty exciting and we're, we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna make a lot of uh, content get a lot of interviews tiktok videos exciting stories Yay. to tell on the podcast
1: and <laughs> god willing we might actually be able to record an episode all together in the same room that would be amazing.
2: Insanity. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we can convince Adam to at least crash at the hotel on Saturday night. <laughs> there you go. Instead of driving home that night. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But we're going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. So we're we're excited about Rhode Island Comic Con coming up. And like Mark said, Bing Con coming up in October, which is going to be a lot of fun, too. But other than that, man, just, just trying to hold it down. I watched a lot of movies last night. I watched... I watched the three episodes of Andor that are out. I watched uh, a movie I'm going to suggest in my recommendations later, and I watched half of the movie for next week's podcast, on top of going to the movies today to see the movie we're going to talk about in a little bit. So, Wow,
1: well, I haven't watched a damn thing. I think I'm still two weeks behind on She-Hulk. <laughs> I have no idea oh, what's I am, happening.
2: I am definitely behind on She-Hulk, and I'm <laughs> one week behind on House of the Dragon, so... There's still stuff to watch, yep. and I was excited, though, because I hit – no, excuse me. I beat the amount of new-to-me movies I watched <laughs> last year. So last year I watched 113 movies that were new to me, and this year, as of today, I have hit 115. So Hey, congratulations. You still got a few more months left. I know my goal was 120 movies that I hadn't seen before for the year, and I've only got five left to go, and I'll beat that easily because even just watching what we're supposed to watch for the podcast, I would hit that. So, right, I think we're good. I think we're gonna hit that goal. So, I'm excited. I, it means nothing, and it other than I waste my time in my life <laughs> watching movies, but but and I know there's friends of ours that have two and three times that. I don't even want to think about how many movies Amanda's watched this year, but. <laughs> That, it's exciting for me. I was happy. I was happy. I was able to beat last year, and I'm moving along to my goal. We'll see
1: how high it can go. There you go. Your letter, your letterbox is going to be looking nice and cool by the end of this year, dude. That's the that's the goal. That's where I want my letterbox exactly. to be. That's the important
2: thing is is making sure your letterbox is up to date. Exactly. Right, Aubrey.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, I just logged in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's, it's a very good right tool, right Aubrey, especially when <laughs> we come to those best and worst of the year in a few months when you have to go look back at everything you watch this year and you're like, oh, OK, now I remember what we watched and what I rated it. So
0: <laughs> I know I'm not good at that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. But enough about us. Let us talk a little bit more about us. Marcellus Reagan's. Please tell the listeners where they can find more. So Wizard podcast.
1: Alright, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts stickers, coffee mugs all located in our tea Public store You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Now, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. and That's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you will receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. Joey.
0: takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests. You have to do a Google Calendar. And, and you build a following. It takes a lot of time.
2: God, I love that sound drop. All right. Well, guys, we all had a chance to check it out. New movie, The Woman King. It was up in the air what we were going to cover this week. It was very close. We were going to do Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, yeah, that's but, great. <laughs> Boo. Well, I mean – what is there really to say about it? It looks kind of generic and boring, and I want to bang Florence Pugh. I mean, there you go. The episode's <laughs> done. You know? Done. There you go. <laughs> all right. Edit it. We're all set. Uh, <laughs> I know Aubrey would have hated it just from watching the trailers. Uh, all I could think about <laughs> Me too. was Chris Pine's
1: <laughs> terrible hair at the premiere. Weird, <laughs> like, long hair. The, there's, there's a movie role that requires that look. I'm sure of it. I hope so. And, and that was it.
2: So we're not doing that. I think there was was there something else that was a possibility this week?
1: I don't remember. It's all it's all a blur, to be honest. Uh that's my job to
2: keep, keep track of it. But yeah, it was it was gonna be Don't Worry Darling. And then we were like, nah, I don't want to do that. It's gonna be stupid. Oh, um Anna Di is blonde. That's oh, another one yeah, do. that's right. But much like Don't Worry Darling, that's a three-hour movie on Netflix <laughs> about a stuff. Subject-
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: About a subject matter we don't really cover on the show, which is probably going to be boring. And the end result of the review would be, Joey and Mark want to bang Anna D'Armonds. <laughs> <laughs> not
1: you
0: know, at the Aubrey same time.
2: Not at the same time. We're okay with being Eskimo brothers, but not at the same time. Um, and Aubrey would have been bored out of her mind. So yes. that was out. So seeing all of these amazing reviews for The Woman King, that's what we decided to check out. We all had a chance to go see it. So as always, we're gonna start non-spoiler. No spoilers at all. We'll let you know what we thought, and then we will let you know we're done not spoiling. Mark will drop the drop and then we'll jump into spoilers to talk about it more. So if you haven't seen it, you'll at least know what we thought. But to begin, Mark, yes. your schedule is insane. Yes. When did you go to the movies and how is your <laughs> movie going
1: experience? Uh, yeah, so I went to the movies on Friday night. I actually had to go to uh, a, a movie theater that I've never gone to before because it was the only one I had a time. That was uh, where was this? This was uh, in downtown Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, by <coughs> the casino, uh, the Regal Theater.
2: Okay, I've been there once.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like one of our normal uh, theaters, at least for the show. There wasn't enough time to to make it into the other theaters that I usually go to. But the Springfield Theater was had a a decent time and and I'd never gone there before. It has been open for like a few years. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well go see it at this theater and check it out. Uh, So, yeah, the the theater going experience was nice. The seats were nice. Popcorn, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10, which is how I grade uh, most movie theaters is how their popcorn is. Their small size soda is about the size of a bathtub. So, uh, yeah, if you if you're thirsty, get the small. It's huge. Uh, and yeah, yeah, the theater presentation was nice. Crowd was nice. It was a late uh, Friday night, and uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't that bad. Well, that's good.
2: Aubrey Litchfield, you also work an insane schedule. How did you make it to the movies today?
0: I just went today. <laughs> I just got home probably about an hour ago. My my friend went with me. Um,
2: Your special friend?
0: No, no, Max didn't go with me. Uh, my friend Bonnie went with me. Uh, we actually went and saw Clerks three oh, last week.
1: I'm too. I'm so jealous. I couldn't fit that into my <laughs> schedule. I wanted to see that movie so bad. I'm so jealous.
0: I know it was there for like maybe two days, and and now it's out of theaters. Yep. Uh, so it it's playing for a very short time. But um, so we we went and saw that, but um so i i asked her if she wanted to join me to see this movie and she was super excited so we we went today and originally we were supposed to go earlier and go to the nice movie theater and get lunch but i was running late so we went to kind of like the lower end movie theater which looks like an 80s movie theater and it's actually called marquee so um I always think of Marcellus when I go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see, old in the '80s. Yeah, that's me. All right, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, perfect. <laughs> it,
0: it is it, um, Maria Manuno It comes up on the screen uh, at that one, not at the other one, but at this one she does. And uh, so it it's it like looks like an older movie theater with neon lights and everything. So. Sometimes I like going to that one just because it's quieter and not many people go. But we went to that one, um, and so I, I managed to fit it in today. I couldn't fit it any any other time.
2: All right. Well, I, I'm in the same boat as you, Aubrey. I went to the movies today. And like I said earlier, I went the earliest possible showing they had, which was 10, 30 in the morning. And there was surprisingly a good amount of people there in the movie theater to see this movie that's already been out for a week. Thankfully, no one was loud. Nobody sat near me. But there was a pretty decent amount of people there. Um, and it was fine. Nothing too crazy to report. No uh, wild stories. Um, I'm so sick of seeing the trailer for Smile that I'm I'm probably going to run through a brick wall when it comes out. in <laughs> excitement to not have to see the trailer anymore. And uh, I, I will tell you, I'm pretty sure that uh, Black Panther 2 is going to make an ungodly amount of money. Because a theater moderately full of people at 1030 in the morning who did not look like your regular MCU fans were all very excited about the trailer. <laughs> Since the trailer came out, they like lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, clapping and they were, were like, oh, that's coming out. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I wanted to go see Avatar this weekend uh, in theaters for the first time in like, what, 13 years or some <laughs> shit. But I didn't have time for that yeah. or money. So fuck that. But all right. So we all had a chance to see it. We all had a good time at the movie theaters. So nothing's going to color our review. It's not like we went to some crazy, dirty, gross, run-down theater. It's filled with rowdy people talking. We're ready to rock and roll to get started. I'm going to let you go first, Mark Ellis. What did you think, non spoiler, of The Woman King?
1: I had high hopes for this movie because it's directed by a director that did my favorite movie of, I want to say, 2020. So uh, I had high hopes for it, and it did not disappoint me. I love this movie. It was way more than what I thought it was going to be and what I was expecting. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think?
0: I... Um, hated it. <laughs> and no, I I enjoyed it for a two-hour movie, for a two-hour drama movie. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very important keys to um, to this. It was a two-hour movie, and it was a drama. Two things I do not like, and yeah. I managed to sit through it and did not complain once. So it must be very good for the normal person who likes these things.
2: <laughs> it's tough this time of year, Aubrey, to find movies to review <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you <know? laughs> as you guys will both see next week <laughs>
0: I was looking at uh, my previews at my movie were much different I mean there was Wakanda Forever but there was also like Till and then She Said and I was like it's a rough year ain't it
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I got to see the movie and I gotta tell you guys I hated it bullshit you hated it you suck. <laughs> I did not hate this movie. I thought this movie was fucking phenomenal. Um, I was a huge fan of this movie. I have have a couple issues with it. Mostly I just don't like black people, so it was a tough watch. That's no surprise. Oh, Oh, no. I was cheering for that one guy, one white guy that cast the whole time. He didn't make it. Um, But. I'm kidding.
1: Jesus Christ. And I'm going to get fired if somebody from work. That's um, right. This is all going into the take down Joey file that I, I've been building. <laughs> I've been amassing over the past eight years. Hashtag cancel Joey. That file is right on my computer. Don't worry. It's oh, coming.
2: Jesus. No, I, I thought this movie was phenomenal. I had a couple minor quibbles with it. That we'll get to in spoilers that I can't really talk about without spoiling it. But for the most part, um, I was expecting badass. um, African three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Honestly, for the most part, that's what I got. So I'm very. I, I will say it definitely. Aubrey is right. It's definitely has more drama in it than three hundred. Yep. But I thought the action scenes were phenomenal, and I I was enraptured the entire time. I thought this was top tier. I think uh, Viola Davis is a fortune force of nature. <laughs> it's like this was fantastic. So I, I was all in on it, but. Sounds like we've got some pretty big thumbs up for this movie, but the only way to further talk about it is to spoil it. So now we're going to drop the drop and we are going to spoil the woman king. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler <laughs> is a spoiler. Nah, you will die alone. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Marcellus Reagan's. Things that you liked about the movie. I'm surprised that you said this was one of your favorite directors because I looked up what she did and it was just The Old Guard and Love and Basketball.
1: Yeah, two movies that I absolutely love. <laughs> like, okay, that makes sense. Love, I, love. I, I I like Love and
2: Basketball, but
1: I I was kind of blah in The Old Guard. Uh, so okay. That was my favorite movie of the year, whatever year that was. I remember. <laughs> love that movie. Uh, and she was also supposed to do uh, Black and Silver. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, it's anticipating I was, I was anticipating it uh so yeah so things i liked about it uh it you know the name of the movie is the woman king it shows a bunch of uh badass women warriors so i'm like all right hopefully there'll be some cool action scenes and the movie starts off <laughs> the very beginning of the movie starts off with a badass action scene so i'm like yes thank you so much Uh and i thought the fight scenes were done really well i thought they really kicked ass Uh, I thought all of the performances were good. Uh, Obviously, Viola Davis is amazing. I like that, you know, even though I wanted a big action movie, she's an Oscar nominated actress like she can bring it. So I was really hoping that the story would allow uh, a chance for her to, you know, deliver the chops, deliver that dramatic uh, performance that we know that she's capable of. And I was glad that the the movie was able to kind of steer in that direction, let her do her thing, so to speak. Uh, the girl that played Naui, who was just amazing. I thought she was fantastic. And I loved how she's almost, this movie's almost like Top Gun without the airplanes. Like she's (laughs) Maverick. She just bends the rules the way that she wants to do it and still somehow winds up, you know, coming out on top. Uh, So she was amazing. I loved her her whole journey. Uh, I thought John Boyega was awesome as the king who wasn't really like, you know, he was, he seemed very pampered and very royal. He was not like what I thought he was going to be at all. Uh, so I thought he was really good. Uh, I thought the, thought the whole kind of epic journey of the story, the whole like full circle of the story, I thought that was really good. I it, it took me on a ride that I wasn't expecting and it came in for a nice soft landing. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed pretty much all of this movie, every aspect of it. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I'll save that for things I didn't like. But yeah, for Ooh. the most for the most part, I really enjoyed this movie. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, what about things you liked about the movie?
0: I I like the cast. Um, I was watching it and I was like, man, I know the king. Who's the king? <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's just And then I couldn't unsee it after that. It was like the first maybe half hour of of seeing him. And I was like, man, I know who that is. Why can't I place it? And I figured it out. I think Viola Davis did an amazing job. I think everybody did an amazing job. It is uh, really interesting and um, inspiring to see these movies like this movie and um, Black Panther and seeing people caught forever and, and see like, um, black females in this very strong role of being warriors and being the the saviors of the African people, and I think it's mostly interesting because you you always hear about the other side of their lives in Africa and in how it's full of you know abuse and rape and all of that. So I think it's really empowering to see these movies where these women are actual warriors and soldiers. Um, so it's always an interesting dynamic to watch. It was a two hour drama that managed to keep my attention the entire time. And I didn't even leave the theater to go pee, even though I drank my whole soda. So (laughs) it, it is very good. It's captivating. I do think people like me that don't normally like these types of movies would still probably like it if they watch it at home i don't mind that i saw it in theaters i thought that that was really cool and it was really exciting and and a lot of times action movies play much better on on the big screen than they do at home but i do think that this is a movie worth seeing for everybody not just people that enjoy these types of movies so
2: you put that right I in the front of the Blu-ray box, <laughs> Aubrey. I, I managed to sit through this, and it's a drama.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> says Aubrey Litchfield of So was her Podcast. Yeah, Fantastic. people
0: will be like, oh, yes, yes, I must see it then. Yeah. It if must she be says a good
2: that. movie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with both of you guys. I thought the movie was, was amazing right off the bat. Uh, the action scenes were awesome. Awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Uh, I loved all the action in this movie. That was all really well shot. That's why I was really surprised uh, the director had done uh, the old guard because that was also an action movie. So that's good. Get some action chops in there. And uh, I think if the director had been someone who hadn't done an action movie before, this might have been a lot rougher. I think the action scenes being amazing plus the rest of the movie being amazing, like really elevate it, yeah. which is obviously, but if, if it had been as well acted and everything else, but then the action scenes kind of fizzled out, like you would have been like, ah, oh, well, it was cool, but, you know, I don't know. Right. It, would have been the,
1: it would have been like the Charlie's Angels uh, remake that came out a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> it
2: would have been that bad. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> I, I can't imagine anything being that bad. But But that's a good
2: kind of example, you know, where a movie that needs to rely on action sequences just couldn't pull it off. Whereas this one was able to. So you got amazing action sequences on top of a really good movie on top as well. So I I was really surprised by how awesome it was. Cause I knew from the trailers, like it looked kind of cool, but I wasn't sure. And then having heard all the praise, and especially some of the people that are praising it are people that are going to be, more into drama so i'm kind of like i kind of i know mark is a, a film snob but me and aubrey are kind of like <laughs> plebs so i'm like oh, the people like praising this are like into like acting and stuff <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like this might not be the movie for us if it's really more into acting but then when i saw it i was like blown away by how awesome it was i thought the performances were great i mentioned viola davis <laughs> fuck dude she better be uh, nominated for an oscar for this like no doubt. <laughs> like, she needs to be um I you're right Mark the I'm not I'm not going to try to pronounce it but the actress that played
1: Nawi has barely been in anything and she was great in this. Oh, she was amazing and she was so good. She had the she had to pull off a lot of different emotions and you know not to spoil too much but when you get to the end when she gets to her like final form <laughs> <laughs> and she's standing side by side by Viola Davis. I'm like, this chick is amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, I think all the
2: main characters were great in this. Um, Lashana Lynch was awesome. She's mm-hmm. badass in this. Um, I'm gonna mispronounce the name. Sheila team was uh kind of like um like Viola Davis is like spiritual advisor. Yes, oh yeah, she was amazing too. I uh, thought she was really good as well. And then uh John Boyega. Played his part very well. <laughs> I thought he did a great job. And you're right, Mark. You kind of you were ex- you're expecting. Okay, well he's the big one of the big name actors in the movie. He's going to kind of be like a badass or something. And and he really wasn't. He no. like actually played the role he was supposed to play. I was surprised. Um, I I, I don't blame him for picking that that wife over everybody else though. I guess <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I understand. I I I empathize with him at that moment <laughs> in the movie. I I understood so. <laughs> But, yeah, performance is fantastic. Action scenes fantastic. And no after credit scenes, so who knows like, if there's going to be a sequel or not. But <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was really well done. But as much as we are gushing over this movie,
1: Raquel Friggins, is there anything you didn't like about the movie? Just little quibbles, little quibbles about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, as much as I like the the full circle of the story, I felt like it could have used a little bit more – commercial viability, I guess you could say. Like I wish there was, I as now this isn't the movie's fault. This is purely my <laughs> own fault. I'm so used to like the MCU formula movies. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> this is our hero, this is our journey, this is our ending, you know, re- cycle and repeat. So this one, you know, it does have a very unique vision and it has its own soap opera type of vibe to it which is great for the performances, but isn't that good for like the, the fact that I want it to be more commercially acceptable. I want, I want this movie to be like Braveheart where even if you couldn't give two shits about the Scotland history, it's just a well-rounded movie. And, you know that's just what I want. It doesn't. The movie doesn't have to do that for me. So because it doesn't do that, you know, it's a little quibble just on my my part. Uh, you can tell that they whittled this movie down a lot. Some of the editing seemed a little bit choppy. Like they would just jump from scene to scene to scene without like having any kind of real big ex- establishing shots. And do I know you think that that was maybe the studio being like, "All right, well, get to the action." You no, know, I think that they. They compromised. I think that they really had it all kind of, they really had the story that they wanted to tell. And they really fought to say, okay, this is the story we're going to tell. And someone at the studio was like, that's fine. You tell that story, but you are not going past two hours and 15 minutes. This movie, two hours and 16 minutes, and this movie is done. It's on the shelf. So do what you got to do. Tell the story you got to tell, but it's you're keeping it at 2.15. So I think they made some editing choices to keep it at that 2.15. And, you know, it kind of showed a little bit. Uh, The other thing is I love the music through like 90 percent of this movie. And then there's a couple of scenes where the music just felt there was a choice that was made. (laughs) I didn't notice that at all. So you're going to have to give examples. I'm sorry. (laughs) It just didn't quite fit. There's, you know, there's a
2: kind of. uh well, I, I, I'm like sorry a, you didn't like when they played "Do in the Butt" during one of the action <laughs> scenes, but I thought it was a good choice.
1: Well, that's that's good for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Excuse Actually. me, that
1: was on the School Days soundtrack. So, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong if you want to do the butt all night long, just not <laughs> during the Woman King. Uh, no, I think the, the most of the most of the music is amazing. The score is amazing. I think there's a few like uh, kind of musical choices that were made that didn't quite fit the the dramatic weight of the scene and it kind of took me out a little bit but that's like again small quibbles the rest of the score is fucking amazing the main theme is like awesome so uh yeah that's pretty much it just like you know small little quibbles i'm still gonna buy this movie on blu-ray dvd when it comes out all right aubrey
2: Litchfield. what about you what are the things you did not like about this movie
0: I don't know. I I guess like Mark, they're kinda nitpicky. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I like the Malik um storyline. Like I don't I don't know if he was necessary. I I also I like how the story came full circle, but at the same time it didn't feel as flushed out as I think it didn't feel as natural as I feel like it should have been. Mm-hmm. It felt a little bit kind of disjointed just a tiny bit uh other than that i really don't have too much that i didn't like about it 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 was very good for the type of movie it was and 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 stuff there was nothing glaringly awful about it okay that's
2: easy enough you know that's not mm-hmm. so bad i mean this is a really good movie but i also have some quibbles um it was really long <laughs> yeah i don't know mark did you feel
1: the length at all when
2: you were Watching this or just the girth.
1: <laughs> you know what? I i knew how long it was going in, obviously, because we were, you know, trying to make a schedule to to fit it in. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, even knowing how long it was, I didn't think it dragged at all. Like I didn't feel the length at all. I think everything that they had to go through, they had to go through in order to tell the story. So um yeah, I didn't feel the length at all.
2: Okay. I, I definitely felt it a little bit and mostly it was towards the end. It felt like it ended three times. Yeah. Um and I, again, I'm not complaining because the, the things that we got were awesome. Like when they they fought the uh, the other tribe in the field where they used the explosions. Yeah, the, that was awesome. And then that felt like the end of the
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Sorry.
2: oh, yeah, they they defeated the other tribe. Great. Oh, but wait, there's more. And then when she went and got her. Then I'm like, okay, now the movie's over. And then, it, then there was still more to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Then he's like, you are the woman King. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> now we're over. And then it's still going. <laughs> like, Come on. <laughs> like you guys had three possible endings. You could have picked one. Anyway, I'm glad it didn't end after the battle in the field because I thought the battle, the fight, when the, she went to save her from the uh, slavers yes. town was fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that it didn't end there, but uh, it, it did feel a little long at points. And I will say maybe that is a little on us, Mark, because. Like you said, we were trying to like cram this into a ridiculous schedule that we have, and <laughs> I had to be home by two o'clock to record with another podcast. And I'm like looking at my watch, and I'm like, "Fine, right. <laughs> it's getting close." here. But they were uh, they were more than happy to wait a few extra minutes, so I'm glad the movie bore out. Uh, and I'll I kind of agree with Aubrey. And I don't know how you feel about this, Mark, but I I think the Malik storyline was at the end of the day it was superfluous. Like, what did it really do? Maybe I'm missing something.
1: No, but. that that was part of the soap opera stuff that I that I was talking about before. And, and I absolutely do agree with Aubrey too. There certain parts of the movie just felt like scenes that they had mm-hmm. to have. And they didn't flow organically for a story like it, that guy's like, OK, obviously we got to have a good looking guy in this in this movie mm-hmm. and we got to have our main girl be, you know, kind of attracted to this guy. So we got to play that a little bit because, you know, this is a this has to hit a four quadrant type of audience. <laughs> They're
2: like, get in there, take your shirt off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was weird because we had already established like she wanted to be in the enoji, like that was her thing. She wanted to be in that. So bad. And they told her, they told everybody right up front. And and like some people left when they were like, all right, well, you don't get to have a husband. You don't get to have kids, blah, blah, blah. blah. And just because the guy that showed up was hot,
1: (laughs) she was like, I don't know. I (laughs) I don't know about those rules. At that point, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's Anakin. (laughs) He's like, you're going to take your life as a Jedi. And then you're like, wait, hold on, hold on. What about Padme? That's right. She's like, in my opinion.
0: It was super annoying because I feel like what purpose does he serve afterwards? Like, was it just so she could turn him down to continue to be a warrior? Like that was unnecessary. Then it didn't seem like she cared enough about him for it to even matter that she turned it down to be a warrior. Of course she was going to choose to be a warrior. I I hope
2: it wasn't just to be like, hashtag not all Europeans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I got, I hope not. I hope not. I I, I think it's well, it. what purpose did he serve? It's mainly because she, yeah, pretty much. She's the main character of a movie, and we need to give her more obstacles to cross over, and her being tempted away from the life that she clearly wanted over this good-looking guy. You know, it's it's just uh, another roadblock in a character for us to root for when she overcomes that. That's all.
2: Okay. But those are really the only complaints that I had. You know, I just felt that whole storyline was superfluous, added that in with the length of the movie. And you're like, man, you really could have cut like 15 minutes out of the movie, right? Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't have affected anything. But that's about it. I don't really have many complaints. So I guess we might have a couple questions. Mark Ellis, do you think there's any chance of a sequel? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ignoring like box office or like anything like that, like would you watch a sequel of this movie?
1: Uh yes, I would. Uh a, a movie starring all black women kicking ass directed by a black woman. Yes. I don't care if it's a sequel or a saga, I'll watch it all. I'm all for it.
2: What if it's just about John boyego wearing fantastic silk robes? <laughs> and his male
1: uh the eunuch guy? The, yeah, the eunuch guy <laughs> that like gives him advice. Just Just those two on the road. That's right. (laughs) The road trip story. I'd watch the hell out of that. (laughs) Aubrey
2: Litchfield. Maybe that'll be in the Woman King cinematic universe. Aubrey (laughs) Litchfield sequel. Yes or no?
0: No, I think it's a good standalone movie. I wouldn't mind another movie with the same idea, but a sequel to this movie, I think it's going to be like the Lion King too, where it's just, what, what are we, what are we watching? That movie was good on its own. And then you kind of took it down a couple notches by adding a sequel to it.
2: What if it was like Lion King one and a half? And it could just That's, be about like that one guy that tried to marry the main character that she slapped the <laughs> shit out of. He just stumbles around the background through the storyline.
0: So let me tell you about my story. That's you know, right. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I was just about I, to say that, dude. That that would be hilarious. The woman king one and a half, and just this guy going. I don't know. I hit this woman once. <laughs> she she <laughs> talked she talked back to me, and now she's the princess of the kingdom. How the hell did that happen?
0: <laughs> lost I just chance. think I think that um, it's a really good standalone movie, and we're diminishing it by adding a, a woman king too. But I wouldn't mind another movie with the same. Idea, to it. Okay,
2: um I would be all in on a sequel, <laughs> especially if they decided to just go all out action. And they were just like, you know what? We made our Oscar statement movie. <laughs> now we're gonna make <laughs> the ultimate badass <laughs> movie, and it's just nonstop fucking action. Get Zack Snyder
1: to help direct it. <laughs> Seriously, like, where's the the women of Therascura or whatever the, yeah. name, the name of that place is? But um, but now it's the uh, the homie, the homie. That's right. But yeah, I would be in for a sequel if they were able to keep the quality of this.
2: I don't want to go to Redbox red and see Woman King Four starring Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> Anything like that on the on the screen. But uh, if they were able to keep the quality up, I would be all in. Marcellus, last question. Oscars, yes or no? Is this going to is going to be contending? I, it's it's a drama, but it's got enough action in it that it can be a crowd
1: pleaser. So do you think that disqualifies it? hmm. That's a good question. I don't think this is I don't think this is going to rattle the Oscars cage at all. I don't think they're as much as I enjoy this movie and as much as they kind of made it as much of a drama slash popcorn movie as they could. I don't think the Academy is going to recognize this movie at all.
2: Wow. OK, uh, Aubrey, you think this has a chance at any Oscars or no?
0: I think so. It's, but, you know, I, my criteria is which movie is boring to me, <laughs> but pleasing to like the el- elite movie watchers. <laughs> and like, usually- well, it, was, it wasn't boring for me, but I could see it being like, hmm, yeah, so it was a very excellent movie. And Let me uh, let me take apart all of the cinematics and and all of that. No, oh, who is the sound director? Oh, yes, yeah, it's very good <laughs> sound director. <laughs>
2: Well, I, uh, I I would like to think that it's gonna. I think if it gets anything or any acknowledgement, I think much like Black Panther or even Dark Knight or some of the other movies in the past like Mad Max, I think the nomination is the award. Yeah, I think if it can snag a couple noms, it would be great because I think it deserves it. This movie's fucking awesome, but. It's not gonna win shit because it's not boring or stupid and doesn't make me want to claw my eyes out watching it. So there's <laughs> no way it'll win. And you've heard of it because it had commercials. So that's another downside to the movie. Like you people you know may have seen this movie, so it's definitely not gonna win anything. But
0: see, I, you have the same criteria I do. Yeah. You do. I generally argue <laughs> that's
2: how I pick the Oscars, is I look at the list and I go, What is the movie I would least wanna watch? <laughs> It looks like the most boring of these
1: movies. That's the winner. Um, exactly. So I want to say congratulations to Don't Worry Darling for being the uh, Academy Award winner this year. <laughs> but I do kind of want to
2: see that because I like Florence Pugh. So uh, I'm sure it'll be some rando movie that played in like five theaters that no one. Coda 2. <laughs> this time It's personal. Uh, I would be happy if it could wrangle some nominations. It's basically how I feel about it. You know, I think the nominations would be the award themselves. So if it could get at least Best Picture, um, maybe uh, Best Actress for Viola Davis, that would be fantastic. But I, I, I think it'll get shut out, unfortunately. So
1: actually, no, you know, think, what, not that you say that, dude, I think you're actually right. I think they I think the Academy is going to find a way to, like, figure out a way to get this movie at least nominated so that more people can go see it. I think mm-hmm. that I think that's going to be their plan.
2: Now, Mark, last question before we rate it. I don't know if you knew this, but you're black. What the fuck? Yeah, I <laughs> no, it. It's crazy,
1: right? Trust me. I own a mirror. Thank you. <laughs> okay.
2: Were you thrilled seeing this type of movie on the screen? Was this everything you had a dreamed of? You goddamn
1: you a kid dreaming of female <laughs> action movies <laughs> set in Africa. You goddamn right, dude. When I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm like, where the fuck? And they show like Wonder Woman's Homeland. Like, it'd be cool if this was in Africa. And there you go. Here you go. Here you go, Marcellus. So, uh, yeah, I, I I fucking love this movie. I, I, I love the fact that it's it's unapologetically all black women doing the whole thing. More of this, please.
2: Yep. I will agree with you. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Uh, and I am if you can give me cool ass stories like this, I don't care what culture they come from. <laughs> uh, give me all these awesome action movies and I am all in. So. Let's get it a score: zero to five, five being the best and zero being the worst. Marcellus Reagans, what do you have for the Woman King?
1: I know you're going to say zero now to be a jerk, right? <laughs> no, I'm going to give it a bloodshot three. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Uh, again, I wish the story had a little bit more commercial viability, uh, but again, that's that's my own personal choice. Uh, I definitely appreciate the artistic choices that the movie made on its own. Uh, if it was a little bit more easier for John Q public in Iowa to enjoy, uh, I think it would be a little bit of a higher rating. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think four out of five is going to be my score. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got?
0: Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I don't have much to complain about. And it it was a good movie.
2: All right. Well, uh, I'm with you guys, man. I thought this was fantastic. Uh, I'm surprised. I agree with critics, especially the amount of praise being hyped on this movie. I thought, man, maybe this is going to be boring or there's something strange going on here. And you know what? The critics got it right. This is a four and a half out of five. The only things I can think of that were wrong with it were very nitpicky. And I would be shocked if this doesn't at least garner a couple Oscar nominations. I think you guys got to go check this out on a big screen. Thought it was fucking awesome. Four and a half out of five, but maybe we got it right. Or maybe we got it wrong. So hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get ourselves some recommendations for the listeners out there. Marcellus Reagan's. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I haven't watched anything. So I heard, uh, <laughs> Dahmer on Netflix was pretty good so that's going to be my recommendation if you like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer stories check that out I don't like that kind of stuff so I'm going to skip it
2: <laughs> I hate true crime so much I'm so sorry it's so scary it's like here's some rando guy that could like live across the street eating people like that's not fun <laughs> I want to watch that yikes uh, all right but maybe someone out there will check it out I know Jen's been watching it uh, Aubrey Litchfield what do
0: you got I recommend if Clerks 3 is near you to go watch it. Uh, It actually is a pretty good ending to the Clerks series. So maybe. There might be another one. Who knows?
2: All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our YouTube, Patreon content, and our social media, SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there, and videos are coming back. Adam just dropped a movie review this week, so come on down. Check it out at youtube.com backslash Podcast. We've got our aforementioned as well Patreon, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month's the only place to hear our take on all the D23 news that dropped earlier in the month. Next month, it's going to be the only place for our review of Spirit Halloween, the movie. So if you've ever wanted to see a movie based on a retail store and know what we thought, you got to be a <laughs> Patreon to find out. As for me, I've got a recommendation for you. Jump on Netflix and check out the movie Do Revenge. Mark Ellis, did, have you ever seen anything about this movie?
1: I heard something about it earlier today, but I didn't pay attention to it. So this is a high school drama. Oh, God.
2: Slash comedy starring uh, Maya Hawke, who I, I love. Okay. And uh, Camilla Mendez, who you may not know by name, but she played on Riverdale as
1: Veronica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's good. She was also she, really good in um, that Adam, Adam Sandberg movie where he uh, there's there's a time loop in it. Um, but yeah, she's really good.
2: Yeah. She's smoking hot also. So the (laughs) two of them are in high school and they're mean to each other and everybody (laughs) need. I say more, um, actually the two of them team up to get revenge on people in their class that have wronged them and hijinks ensue.
1: Uh, I loved it. Loved it. What a surprise, surprise. This movie might as well have been called Joey's dream movie. 2022.
2: (laughs) It's it's good. It's pretty funny. And I enjoyed it. So I would definitely say check out do revenge on Netflix. And maybe maybe you have a lot of free time and you're not like us. You have a lot of free time and you want to watch something. You can check out Rob Zombie's The Munsters, which is dropping on VOD and DVD and Blu-ray and digital very soon because that my friends is what we are going to be reviewing next week. I'm so sorry, Mark and Aubrey.
1: <laughs> and, uh, God! Hey, at least you don't
2: have to leave the house.
1: You know? <laughs> True. That, that that actually might be better. I'll take that.
2: <laughs> we will be reviewing that next week on the podcast, but that is going to do it for this week. Episode 425 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Goodbye. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan.
1: The homie and Wakanda forever. Everybody have a good week. (laughs) We
2: are the homie. And (laughs) we'll see you guys next week. If these two can make it through this damn movie, The Munsters, we'll see. (laughs) It may not be an episode next week. We'll see.
0: (laughs) I'm going to be pissed.
2: Good journey.